Hi guys, welcome back to Within 12 Worlds. On today's episode, we have a guest. Let's go! We thought we would invite a friend who would have inputs on a topic which many brown families consider to be, you know, a time waste. Uh, okay, my son is talentless. Maybe it's the cause of his bad posture and maybe even the cause of COVID-19. I'll let you guys, you know, think about it and try to guess what we're talking about. In the meantime, let me introduce our guest. Hi, Ujjant. Hi guys, thanks for having me here. All right, that was a nice introduction. Let's okay. If you guys haven't guessed what we were talking about, they don't have to guess. They don't have to guess that in the title. Video games. Okay, I was cool, man. Leave it, Bala. All right, three of us. I mean, sorry, three of them are gamers, and I am the layman. I'm the noob of the group, and all those guys are you know seasoned gamers, and they have a lot to talk about, and they would also. I mean, in this podcast, we would bring different aspects to gaming and not make it boring. I mean, don't uh, put Raju aside saying that he's not a gamer. He plays virtual tennis, right? So anyway, um, I'm going to ask you guys a question. What are, what, are the, what are the games you guys are grinding on right now? Wait, 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 wait. Did you say grinding? I have a completely different idea about <laughs> <laughs> Not the grinding you're thinking about. When I meant grinding, I meant the games you guys are, you know, playing in with most of your effort. With like, you know, which uses Basically a lot of Basically farming for time. resources, collecting stuff. Exactly. Like Clash of Clans, sir. No. I'm Not really. Kind of. really. <laughs> we'll you know, talk about that one day, in a later like, point of time. require hundreds of hours to like play for, put all the efforts, fail a million times and... Yeah, that's basically exactly hunt for it, and we end up getting it. Yeah, the perfect example for this is Dota, which is exactly what I've been grinding now for a long time, actually. Uh huh. Mm, I mean, Ujjits, yeah, Ujjits, for it. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm currently playing Siege in Warframe. Warframe, getting the items, Siege, getting the renown. It's it's a grindworthy game. Uh huh. I've been playing. Uh, there's this game I. Got up on it's an MMORPG called Guild Wars. I've been playing that a lot. I mean, honestly, after a point in time, it got kind of boring. But then, yeah, that that's a lot of grinding, a lot of farming, a lot of player time involved. But then, I also I play Dota once in a while. Um, kind of got fed up of the update because you know, Steam keeps on updating Dota like it's like a new thing every day. And it's not the, when you when you talk about update, it's not a small update. It's like three to four GB update. So yeah. I kind of got rid of that. <laughs> but then I played once in a while. So that's grinding in a nutshell. Just <laughs> exactly. giving your best every single day. And grinding yeah. is in a nutshell otherwise also. But okay. So okay guys, uh, I'm going to just put a statement out there. What do you guys think about the misinterpretation of gaming industry by media? So the thing is, uh, the media has always been highlighting only the negative aspects of gaming pretty much the same with every other industry as well like even for example a lot of sports as well uh, the media does pretty much that and with gaming um, it's kind of I personally feel as a gamer myself that it's crossing the limits we need to highlight certain positive things also for example there have been there's been a lot of uh, players making a fortune out of this and uh-huh. Yeah, basically, like many other things about gaming that people do not know about. Mainstream media only tells you the negative aspects. They forget to tell you about these kind of things that will motivate others to get into it. Like always. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, 
what i feel is especially media you know bringing in the fact that you know um i mean i'm not going to bring it up as a you know very negative thing but then you know people say gaming affects a lot of people in ways you know it creates a lot of big disasters what i feel is that gaming can't be one of the main reasons why it happens but can i agree yeah gaming creates a lot of behavioral changes in people especially when it comes to temper and anger issues and stuff like that i mean i think we can agree to it especially the number of online games anyone plays can agree to the number of you know ang- amount of anger and you know um, short temperedness it creates in people so that's one point i could you know add on to it you know it creates a lot behavioral changes in person i mean not yeah, i i personally do agree relate. that it it can see it can it can be a catalyst in inducing such kind of violent behavior there's no doubt about that but i feel it is not the direct reason for it for like example uh-huh. you know school shootings and any of such other incidents i yeah, do not exactly. think it directly you know affects people into getting into such things so it just probably adds on a bit that's it and also there have been quite a lot of studies from journals like royal society open source and in many other journals science journals and gaming journals that have shown evidence saying that it doesn't actually affect and this is not just one or two people but around 2000 to 3000 students and gamers in general who have been uh, interviewed and surveyed and based on that uh-huh. there is no such evidence but i really again to agree with your point like i mean i just cannot uh, sideline the fact that it also does add on to the behavior to some extent all right okay. Okay I'm going to stray off a little bit and take a step back going back to that misrepresentation thing because um when you see this popular media representation of gamers it's usually probably a 15 year old sweaty dude just sitting with his joystick and playing for one thing a joystick is not the only thing there's pc there's keyboard there's laptop so different consoles so that's what <laughs> I, I, okay uh-huh. i was uh-huh. expecting something different when you said joystick is not the only thing and a sweaty 15 year old <laughs> no this also um it's it's not just a f- sweaty 15 year old dude because if you see the average age of gamers is somewhere around 28 to 32 i believe somewhere in that range uh-huh. so there are much older gamers um uh-huh. it's 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 enjoyed by a lot of people there's a whole spectrum different age groups and it's not just guys there are a lot of girl gamers you you get to meet them in multiplayer games and Which um, streamers know about them yes i am not getting that yet i'm just talking about gamers <laughs> not about streamers we we I don't talk about, about streamers I, i was talking about the gamers who stream on twitch <laughs> Uh, I know why we I we know why you uh, you know watch twitch bro raju in case you watch twitch also wow. like um <laughs> he he watches twitch for the storyline of the games man i mean again talking about uh, storylines um you know there's this multiple uh, storyline games which get very interesting uh-huh. uh mine personally were the last of us especially because it's very heart wrenching it's 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 very it's not much in the game you don't do much but it's a beautiful storyline i love the storyline uh the one more thing uh-huh. i have to put out there is spec ops the line which is a shooter game it's a oh. single player one uh-huh. um the storyline it's it's it moves in a very weird way you deal with ptsd as a player and you have this gray area where you decide if you should pull the trigger where you might end up being the bad guy so 
How about uh, you guys? What are the storylines that you loved? Ujjain, what do you think? What's, as a guest, we're going to ask you a lot of questions. So what do you think? What's your favorite <laughs> game? <bro? laughs> so I have not been like I be- much I bet into... uh, if Rajat was a gamer, he would probably like Bayonetta just telling. Yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I have not been pretty much into campaign games as such, but uh, to certain extent, yeah, I have also played this Far Cry series, if you guys have heard of it. And it pretty sure. much gives you an uh, overall, you know, view into a lot of places and uh, pretty much like historic stuff about, like, for example, the fourth part, which talks about Nepal and things like that, like how exactly life is in Nepal. Of course, there has been a lot of stereotyping in the game. Can't deny that. Uh-huh. But in general, it does give me a brief idea into that. And then the Medal of Honor series, which is again a oh, historic yeah, game based on World Wars. And exactly. that... Uh, it gives really, you know, it, it lets you, in fact, get into the shoes of probably a soldier and understand how exactly war was. Of course, it's pretty exaggerated in certain terms because it's obviously a game uh-huh. after all. But uh-huh. uh, regardless, you do get to feel that more than movies. Movies might just be you uh-huh. watching, but this is like you experiencing war. So yeah, yeah exactly. that, I mean, these are some of the games. T- talking about war, I mean, one game I love is Call of Duty. Like, it's such a beautiful game, especially since Which the one though? game came Which out. Which one like, in the entire series? I mean, that's a hard one to choose. I would say the recent one, Modern Warfare, is like one of the... It, it dwells so much into the past, especially if... I mean, everyone knows the beautiful end cutscene that comes out where, you know, Price says, I'm going to name my squad one for one. Right. So like that is like the epitome of Call of Duty. And it's the stories are all connected. It's like so much into the past and then suddenly you're in the future and then you're back into the past. Like it's such a beautifully well written game. And um and after that would be Red Dead Redemption. Like I have Red Dead Redemption the first first part of the game. I don't have the second part, unfortunately. But then the first part itself is so beautiful. It's the open world especially is so beautiful to play. Like and that's just like ending, playing Django Unchained, man. Yeah, I mean, it's, <laughs> it's it's the story itself is beautiful, and the ending is kind of you know, like it's heart touching when it goes to the ending where you know you're in the end. Like you know, talking about stories and ending, one thing which I'm reminded of is uh, Mortal Kombat series. It has a it has a good storyline, which is very complex, and you probably need to play through the entire series like ten times to understand what the story is, and it never yeah, ends basically. Okay, okay, guys. Let me talk about my favorite game. Okay, uh, all right. Storyline. Let me see story if you guys line. can guess. You know, since y'all are seasoned gamers and all that shit, let me let me see. Wait, 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 so, wait. You give. Is it is it where you bit slap your opponent tennis player? No, no, it's not that. Can you please <laughs> let me talk? <laughs> so go for it. I mean, I'm a minority here, guys. Let me at least have some. Audio space, whatever. Oh, how 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 does it feel? Audio to type. Issues. Uh, no comments on that. But yeah, let's get back to the topic. Mm-hmm. So imagine you're given a piece of land and you're supposed to upgrade. You have friends calling you up at two a.m. and they're like, "Macha dragon skull so, pekka skull so." I'm like, <laughs> "Bro, <laughs> yes." I mean, okay, I don't play that anymore. But then back in the day, I used to play that game a lot. I think I played it throughout my um, high school years. And in fact, even after my 10th grade, that was one, uh-huh. you know, that was one game I was really addicted to. But yeah, 
Okay, leave this. Let's talk about uh, you know Tom. You talked about uh, Call of Duty, right? Exactly. I mean, I am a layman. I'm not. I don't know about the games, but I do know that there's a fair share of violence in those games, right? So exactly. my question is is something to do with this. So is violence in games equivalent to promotion of violence in real life? um that's a good question to be honest like and that is a very controversial question that's been going on right now i think all of us know especially after the school shootings not to be they want to bring it up but then um you know uh it's something sad yeah hope all is you know it never happens again but then if you notice everyone who's you know been involved in a school shooting i'm not going to be like um uh i'm not going to appraise you know i'm not going to defend gaming but then yes there's a lot of um violence in gaming but then i guess it's the way you take it i mean um uh, see because people, if I, games affect your temper does it have an does it have a chance to affect your you know um, actions you know your behavior which can get you to be violent uh, okay see, about you know this if you just to finish my point uh, after that you bala you can go just yeah, yeah yeah but then you know if you notice everyone who's been involved in the school shootings have had a rigorous past especially family wise or you know abusive wise those are the people who have been involved in this and you know when that gets into your head i think so, such small games are a gateway to it but i wouldn't say it directly affects you because um it i'm not, i don't want to get into it politically but then you know if a country can openly if you can openly go to a parking lot and buy a gun i don't think so that country is completely secure especially when it has when our world comes up with so many things right i mean which other country yeah let's not open... get into that but yeah, yeah I I just, just that moving part, on then, from there <laughs> but then that is a point you can relate to this to be honest like yeah cool. it is one rule that can be you know be a part of this but then i'm not yeah, going to say that was your cue to not to talk about this anymore but okay no exactly so <laughs> i'm not but i don't feel like you know violence in game can affect you mentally to a point where it leads to that much of a thing it can affect you um, what do you say um mentally to a part where it increases your anger obviously online gaming it will because people get a lot a lot of people get bullied online because of other people but then mm-hmm. um yeah i mean i feel like it's not going to affect it that much in real life bala what do you think cool, cool. sorry for it well i kind of feel it, it's it's very situational i don't think it tra- okay personal opinion i don't think for me it transitions uh from a video game where i'm playing into when i'm interacting with other people face to face sure if i'm playing like i said in the last episode i might end up shouting at my teammates as at my friends it, not i mean it it's definitely not at random strangers it's my squad my friends whom i'm used to playing with who don't have an issue with it i don't really think it transitions in a way that affects my temper in general outside the time i'm gaming and i wouldn't call it temper it's i think it's this misplaced situational reaction every single time and wow, like nothing okay. should go wrong so that's wow, kind of the right. so about ujjant the guest oh yeah this is my favorite part personal favorite part our guest our guest has to talk about <laughs> yeah, I, i i personally love ranting about those who call 
violent games something that makes you violent in real life of course it doesn't you know that's like actually like saying action movies cause i mean make you violent if i watch a james bond movie <laughs> i actually don't become james bond and i don't pick up guns and start shooting i don't become john wick if i watch john nor wick nor do you nor do right? you sleep with beautiful women yeah exactly <laughs> so, so i i try to make that, that as politically that correct argue, as possible sorry yeah that argument by most politicians is as absurd as it gets it does not make sense all right and it's not just this uh-huh. there are there has been so many researchers you know also saying the same and i like literally love quoting researchers to you know completely dominate and annihilate those who defend uh, politicians saying that violence is caused by video games it certainly isn't okay so my point here is if you guys know japan is the hub of gaming like that's the place yeah. where all pretty much most gaming platforms and all of that originated for example nintendo and uh-huh. mario and all of the games right that was the place of uh-huh. origin of all games and right now according to so many researchers like by for example there's a magazine called newzoo it is a uh-huh. alternative magazine about gaming and it talks about a lot of things about gaming that people do not actually know about and this magazine they spoke about japan and south korea they have the largest uh-huh. per capita spending per uh, per capita spending on games uh-huh. and also their gun laws are pretty similar to the us or any other uh-huh. country that blames you know uh, guns or like violence in video games for their actual violence and uh, the this research it concluded that that is not at all a cause for the same i mean you you, you cannot just generalize and although they have pretty much the same gun laws the crime rate or the number of school shootings school shootings is the least probably in these countries so mm-hmm. it's it's really absurd to just randomly you know point out video games it's just politicians according to me finding excuses for their faults i feel it's just you need to probably control your gun laws you just don't blame uh-huh. these everything <laughs> and Seriously. we were talking about tom getting political <laughs> I mean, yeah, I'm bro, <laughs> <laughs> like I said, like I said, this is my favorite part. Once I get onto it, there's no stopping me, man, because they have been doing a lot of. Don't worry, we this. are here to stop you. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah. So this is this no, is but actually, whatever you said makes a lot of sense. You know, makes a lot see, of sense. See again, yeah. one more thing. I am not trying to glorify violence as in any manner. If that's what people are thinking, I am. I'm sorry to say, I'm not doing that at all. all i'm saying is just don't just you know get blinded by all these things i i feel you should probably do your own research and try to understand if there is a correlation between this and i personally feel there is nothing and the second thing if you are a gamer personally and if you are into violent games you would probably understand is the best probably it you would be like the least violent guy in the squad in your entire class all right uh-huh. so there is no such conclusive evidence that says the same thing so and That's yeah true. this also brings me to the world health organization and their changing quote and changing research uh, stuff regarding gaming you know before the entire uh, coronavirus covid-19 thing started lockdown started uh, wow. last year i suppose yeah last year uh, who came up with this research and they concluded that video game addiction was officially considered a mental disorder although they received like a lot of criticism and like for being very uh-huh. absurd and like randomly coming out with the research even though they were criticized for it they just came out with this entire this research and they stated out that gaming is a disorder and you know of course the consequences of it parents go nuts people go nuts people are like no i mean this is really wrong and you should start encouraging people to get into actual sports e-sports isn't sports uh-huh. it's just something that's harming you mentally and all of that 
So people really yeah. got. I mean, esports isn't sports. It is esports. I mean, like the yeah. fuck, man. It's, it's, <laughs> yeah. I don't. I don't know and why then, people then, tend to then. compare it. This, this, this is the fun part. This year, like right now, during the lockdown, who comes up with this another amazing research of theirs that says playing video games is as healthy a, a social pleasure as any other kind of pastime. And during the coronavirus pandemic, they feel this is probably the best way to engage yourself. and you know to not to let go of your mental problems and to forget it for a while so this is uh-huh. re- really contrasting and that's yeah, very fishy coming a- from a organization which is as reputed i mean not as reputed as the greatest organization for health and even mental health for that mm-hmm. matter and that is very strange i just feel they are going by that the propaganda put forth by politicians and so forth Yeah a lot of things have been like that you know like you said uh, before games were shunned but now during the lockdown they want you to play games and people would look at you with a dirty eye if you openly said that I'm watching porn and now Pornhub is giving free premium membership and like god what's happening dude like, people are you know this lockdown people are losing their minds i mean obviously it's okay to watch porn and it's okay to play games but yeah again i can kind of uh, see um a place where uh, who has come from uh, not not supporting what they did but i think i have a perspective what i think is they called it a mental disorder first and considering the lockdown and the quarantine is worse it screws you up mentally even more they might have thought that this is um, one of the lesser evils the easier path to take out for them which i don't really agree with if that was the thought process but i think that might have been the thought process behind it yeah just to add on to bala your point um it's just an excuse like you said it's just finding out something this blame putting the blame on something i feel it did not have any you know relevant argument and i feel this was the best people that they could target they just needed a scapegoat exactly <laughs> and that is what exactly happened i mean you know WHO has come up with something called the gaming disorder, but then you know, especially talking about the lockdown and this uh, quarantine time, is one time people are actually saying gaming has helped everybody because uh, you know it's ex- exactly it's helped so many people get out of you know that mental problem where you know you're stuck up on something, but then gaming has been a great way to remove your stress and remove everything and just you're in a different world because you're you're doing something. that's completely different and you know the gaming industry has boomed at such a level that people didn't even expect it especially when it, when it comes to i mean just i mean gaming industry is just like the it industry right they're working on their computers so i'm going to just bring it up bring up a point you know which i always bring up during this lockdown that is um, work from home do you just like the it industry i feel like you know the gaming industry has won't be affected as much as any other industry because you're still working on a computer you can still work on it from home and i mean you always game from home at least 8 out of 10 times okay there is this oh, no, 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 other no. aspect to the I, gaming industry as such because there's something called designing there has to be somebody designing and putting the games out for you to sit at home and play for one thing and Ooh. another <laughs> okay. if you're playing professionally being it an industry where you actually make money where it you consider it a work you go sit in arenas and you play in front of millions of people exactly oh, so it's you know okay. it's yeah, not so there's a lot more to it <laughs> okay, i mean i can get one part of the aspect of, of uh, work from home because um 
end of the day, gaming isn't a steady income. I think we can agree on that. So a lot of gamers um, are YouTubers slash Twitch streamers. So that is something is work from home always, like you said. Just one aspect. Twitch thoughts. Yeah. So so Rajat, like Bala said, you don't play at home. You play in arenas. <laughs> and I am not even kidding. It's not like any small arena. It's the key arena in oh my god I forgot the name of the place it's a it's key arena it's a huge place and then they played in Shanghai last year and these are actually uh, places like football stadiums and other auditoriums that are used for like you know high culture stuff like opera and other concerts and these are the mm-hmm. places that are taken for gaming so gaming doesn't just happen at home in your bedroom you're not a sleep deprived mm-hmm. kid who's just playing against other people no it's much oh, more are you talking about yourself <laughs> Yeah, so it, it, it's much more than that is what I have to say. I think he's talking yeah, about I our future selves because as soon as we're done recording, the both of us are going to siege. <laughs> Weird flex, oh, but okay. okay. <laughs> I'm going to just put in one okay. point before, you know, as we move on. When I, I mean, we all talked about gaming. I'm talking about gaming as a design perspective. As a design perspective. Okay, Tom, fix your mic. Uh, look, sorry. Uh, as a design perspective, uh, according to a lot of uh, articles I've read, it is, you know, actually helped a boom in the industry, you know, for people who feel like, you know, all out of, you know, people, you know, are concerned about all the industries that have been hit during the pandemic. Gaming industry is not one of them because it is actually it a boom considered to any other time, even the normal times before the pandemic. But right now, the gaming industry is in a boom, not especially in development. People have been developing from home. Yeah. And if I may... Um, there have also been tournaments that have been going on. Even right now, as we speak, there is a Dota tournament going on. Exactly. Uh, so it's not, I don't feel it's been harmed in any manner. Uh, the only negative like downside to this is um, The Last of Us 2 getting postponed indefinitely until further. Yeah, this, I mean, which is, uh, that was a heartbreak. Painful. Yeah, that was a heartbreak, man. Damn. It was, it was supposed to have come out. I was supposed to be playing it. Okay, we all have different, uh, you know, definitions for a heartbreak. Cool. Now, I have a question. See, um, when you talked about those big arenas and all that, right? Yeah. I, uh-huh. I feel like... Okay, so when you talk about our scene in India right now, we know uh-huh. that India is the second largest population in the world, growing population, and we also have a lot of gamers, talented ones as well. But uh-huh. why aren't we on the same level, or on the, on the on the same? Yeah, why aren't we on the same level as other countries? You know, who play All games, right. as well, who who are into esports as well. Okay, one major thing. <laughs> Uh, I've taken a lot of hits regarding this, so I'll actually be going first. So one major thing is uh, the family support and the society support. This is, again, as I said before, it's not a steady income, so it isn't considered something equal to a profession. It's just considered as some random hobby you picked up to pass your time. So that is one major thing. And since everybody really knows about this, I don't want to delve into details. One other thing as a gamer, what you'd face um, is forming teams. There'll be people bailing out on you. There'll be toxicity and people not understanding like the team dynamic. So this is kind of something which is major, which I've seen particularly in our country. And not that I've gamed anywhere else or tried to form a team anywhere else. <laughs> um, one, one thing where the team dynamic, the chemistry falls apart is 
you have a scoreboard you have to be on the top of it doesn't matter if your team loses doesn't matter if your team wins you should be the top fragger which is a very toxic mentality if you want to win as a team because there if there's somebody who is attacking there should be somebody defending that's kind of how it works um uh-huh. the final thing which i'd like to bring up is a financial aspect i don't really think a lot of people would be comfortable spending a lot of money on machines on beasts which which really have the capability to run multiple games at uh-huh. high graphics uh-huh. again high graphics matters because higher the graphics more detail more you can see it's easier for you to react yeah uh-huh. i mean we, we, i think we down. can all yeah. agree to that especially <laughs> laptop gamers sitting at home aka me so vijay what do you think about it yeah so to me more than these technical issues it's social issues Uh, that is a cause for you know the gaming industry not to boom to a scale as much as that of other countries which are doing really well for example uh-huh. the first thing is parental issues so this might sound uh-huh. very absurd but let me explain it uh-huh. it's it it is a very vast thing and you know okay it's like any other extracurricular activity gaming is any other extracurricular activity in india it's like any other sport parents are always worried about you getting into a sport and that sport overshadowing or overtaking your education and your career <laughs> and nobody wants that to happen and to add on yes. to that like bala said it does not have a fixed income unless you win you don't get money at all you need to keep winning you need to keep grinding so like we mentioned song- in earlier right <laughs> and this also it comes like- back to what the snapchat ceo said <laughs> <laughs> and and i mean one and one last thing is i i would also give you an example um you know people do not take um, consideration of like you know people who are multi talented and all of that they don't take inspiration for people who are multi talented and who have done much more from just their industry for example this is slightly out of the gaming thing but for example like an astronaut like chris hatfield for example he is a really great astronaut who is not just an astronaut a singer a gamer Uh, a youtuber uh-huh. isn't literally everything and even though he's done that he's still been really great in his field so people don't uh-huh. seem to understand that they feel everything is as a deviation and you'll be distracted and as long as we have such a mentality the rise of gaming uh-huh. in india is going to be a very it has a very bleak opening and i don't see it happening anytime soon so what do you think um um uh, my point is you know i have only one point to bring it up because i mean we have been booming in our gaming industry but then one point we are actually lacking in is um, something called the creative block right i think we can see it's there in artwork it's there in dance work it's there in videography it's there in any form of art and game development is a form of art okay so um you know creative block is something that we are mixing because mi- mi- sorry missing sorry about that missing because um you know when we are not the exposure into gaming compared to any other country is kind of less in our country in india especially i'm not going to blame anyone for that but then it's kind of less so if you see especially in development side we're kind of lacking there because of that exposure and that kind of mindset and when it comes to gaming as a you know profession i think we are still it also comes up to a point wherein you know our peep you know our mindset is basically based on you know you know get a job earn money have a set lifestyle and in the gaming industry you do not have Uh, set exactly. So yeah, that is my point. So um, so all right, Ujjant, you are a guest. So we have a special question for you. All right, you're just all gonna right, answer. Sure. It's only you who's gonna be answer that. So the question is very simple. It's very simple. 
you know, since we don't have a dilemma and all today, and we have a guest, so we're gonna ask you a special question. Only you're gonna answer it. <laughs> uh, the question is: Do you think you know people have been bringing up you know esports being a part of the Olympics? Do you think you can consider esports as an actual sport and be a part of the Olympics? Okay, so this is okay. Just on. just a minute, Ujjant. Ujjant, just right. a minute. Um, I'm sorry, uh, Tom. If I do not agree with what Ujjant has to say, can I please counter that? I know it's a question for that? our guest, but you want to yeah, do that just first? go ahead. It's fine. Ujjant, answer. Yeah, all right, all right. Ujjant, please, yeah. please continue. I'm sorry. So uh, this is like a very controversial topic that's been coming up from like the last few years. Probably, if I'm not wrong, the last two Olympics. And according to me, there is no fixed answer to this. Um, I feel it personally depends on the game because every time you know you want to get in esports into the Olympics, everybody talks about violence. So for uh-huh. me, violence, even though it violent, there are the games are violent. I have personally no problem with them being in uh, in the Olympics. But to look at to look at it from like a very neutral point of view and to understand everybody's feelings on the same, uh, I personally feel that. now it would be better to scrap violent games and have any like other sorts of games for example virtual games like virtual f1 or even fifa for that matter such games probably i feel can be added to the olympics if violence is your biggest concern then i feel games like that can be added like for example even now right now during the lockdown sports like f1 have been cancelled and uh-huh. what f1 races right now what they are doing is they are indulging in uh, virtual f1 races and that i am sure that would not be a problem because of course it does not involve violence which is what everyone is against so according to me bottom line is uh, if uh, if violence is your concern go ahead with games like these virtual games which i feel nobody will have a problem with and which will also interest people and also uh-huh. one more thing very important thing if you are physically challenged this might help you virtual sports might help you you still want to be a part of the olympics <laughs> probably might help you. you you must think about yeah. that yeah so, your points are actually valid and um, i don't think so anyone has to put in a point hello raju do you have a point to put in <laughs> <laughs> no i completely agree with what uh, ujjan said almost but since our guest uh-huh. since he's our guest i would not want to you know <laughs> go against it But yeah, no, I have. Urgent. Uh, have another question. Careful, like you ask. might get DMs. This is not just for our guests. Actually, I'm okay with canceling it right here. But it's up to Raji. <laughs> no, Raju. it's okay. Let's continue, Raji. What's your question? No, no. Yeah, I've been cutting off. This Raju this question is for everybody. All right, show the. Technically, question. I was cut out this whole bloody episode because it's games. <laughs> but okay, cool. Yeah, alala. Okay, so guys, um, do you think? Okay, this is an age-old question. Are mobile gamers can they be considered as actual gamers? You know what? I'm just gonna let Tom take this. <laughs> wow! I, I'm I'm right, not Tom. even interfering. Um, wow, Bala, you're that lot. condescending. Oh, I didn't know that. <laughs> uh, so I'm I'm gonna be honest. Um, uh, you um. A lot of people, you know, say mobile gamers are not actual gamers, but it's kind of controversial because I mean, see, for me, it's hard to answer, especially because I mobile game too. But then uh, I'm gonna be, but I would feel like you know, I mean, see, mobile gaming and PC gaming are two different things. Right? It's completely different. 
so um mobile gaming yeah, is obviously when you have different ones on a phone ones on a pc exactly but then if you talk about see call of duty came up with mobile gaming you didn't have it before i mean clash of clans is completely different than what you play in you know compared to dota and you have games like um I forgot okay sorry you have games Andy like Crash. dota that come out in lappy bird no you have, PUBG. you have games like dota you have games like dota that come out on the mobile phones okay and people actually play it but then one problem is you know some of the developers make a mistake like there was this one game that was called rules of survival it was just like pubg but it came out after pubg the problem was pc gamers could come in to the game even if you're mobile gaming so it was the same server all right mm. so obviously compared to mobile gaming pc gamers have a upper hand i think all of us can agree that way, right yeah Even we can just wipe the floor with the them game. that's it end of story exactly so that was one of the biggest problem that used to happen because you have pc gamers and mobile gamers in the same server how is that fair i mean especially in that point of view so i would say mobile gaming is completely different than pc gaming but then i wouldn't say you know mobile gaming is wrong it's it's up to you what anyone else with a viewpoint that can put on yeah so now talking about what i think of mobile gaming and whether it actually is at par with pc definitely not it's like just nice to you know probably show sympathy towards mobile gaming but it definitely <laughs> isn't as you know you know you don't require as much dedication and involvement as you do in probably pc or console games i'm sorry i would like to cut you off but, right there because when i used to I be at the grion Yeah see there are tournaments yeah, for everything okay um there are tournaments for probably even sleeping competitions in the world but they, they don't that I'll, doesn't make it a sport all right so I'll, if I'll, that I'll, is your argument <laughs> let me let me go i'll just say this so when you talk about dedication right i remember back in the day i used to keep alarms throughout the throughout the 24 hours the course of a day where i would have alarms at like 2 am and i had to train my troops and all that okay don't say that there's no dedication in the mobile gaming that is that's that's quite sad i mean yeah, but, that is a dedication I mean, you have until you reach maturity okay uh, <laughs> yeah see the, the, that to certain level is dedication but if i must talk about dedication in terms of esports you know people literally start grinding at probably 1 o'clock that's probably the time when mobile yeah. gamers are asleep they we start at 1 o'clock exactly. and then we go on to probably 6 and that is the level of dedication we are into all right like uh, pc uh-huh. gamers or even console gamers for that matter so that's what mm-hmm. i'm talking about and i feel that many hours and that much of grinding into it that is what makes it much not better but yeah it has an edge over mobile gaming it's just not the same yeah you can just tell much better it doesn't matter <laughs> yeah i, I mean, mean you, know, you don't have to be nice at the very end right okay <laughs> just putting to ujen's point i mean you know PC gamers and especially professional gamers have a completely different routine. People think people's notion is that we just sit in one place and you know just uh, uh, talk, you know game all night. But actually, look at a PC gamer's uh, um, you know routine. You have like you know properly set up sleep timings. You know properly set up timings where you actually work out and give time to your body, and then you have grinding on your computer, right? So I think that's what goes on. Uh, you know that's what actually goes on. um uh, you know actual gamers professional gamers life 
Yeah, okay, adding on to it, there's like a lot more that goes in the posture you sit at, how far you sit away from your screen, how exactly uh, far away the keyboard is, how far away the mouse is, the sensitivity of the mouse is. Yeah, so this is way too much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. Um, before we end this off, uh, for anybody who's looking to start gaming or maybe just during quarantine, do you guys have any suggestions? So, um, in terms of Keeping aside Raju, the guest like, can go with this conversation. Oh, all right, right. Tom, Tom, yeah, yeah, Tom, go ahead. You can wait. You know, I'm, I'm sorry <laughs> we give respect to our guests, but right now, let me go. You can end it off. I, I know you're a pro gamer, come to consider it to me, but then, yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, I, I would say, you know, I'm talking to myself. Let me, let it, let me be. All right, so, um, talking about MMORPG games, I would just say, just like me, um, I would go for Guild Wars 3 if anyone wants to play. And um, um, if you, uh, for all you mobile gamers, I'm going to say, I mean, I think all of you already know about Call of Duty that's already there. That's been there for a long time. They've come up with a new update. Pretty good. Um, and then anyone wants to join me playing Call of Duty, please DM. All right. What's up, uh, so, uh, I don't know. Yeah. After this, uh, Bala, what about you? Uh, to both PC and mobile ones, the very if if you're a beginner, I'd suggest as Minecraft. As much as people look down on it, um, it's it's. I'll be honest, it's fun. I like the game. Uh, bad graphics accepted, but you get to be creative out there, and it's fun. It's very simple. Um, for anybody who's looking for story-driven ones on PC, one of the main things I'd give you is Life is Strange. Um, amazing game. It's it's again very beginner friendly because you can rewind time in it. It's kind of a game mechanic. So, yeah, that's pretty much it. And then lastly, if I have to suggest something for me, since I'm very much into learning from games, I would suggest the Call of Duty series and the Wolfenstein series. These games are about you know world wars and historical events such as like everything that happened probably based on conspiracy theories the life of hitler and life of other dictators and politicians so if you're into that if you want to learn about them in a very subtle manner i would recommend you getting into these games and if you want to get into esports that is online gaming or multiplayer gaming of course you already know which game i'm going to suggest it's pretty much it's always dota and or yeah, csgo are, or rainbow six siege or just yeah, but considering the Call fact of Duty, that I or just go to I fortnite would, and become cancer but okay yeah but but yeah also one more thing anybody uh, who wants to earn a lot and like you know who wants to be like a tycoon or something i i feel the best game to go with is dota because it has the pri- highest price pool in the world and uh-huh. no other game gives you that much not even certain sports so right. yeah, this is going to a marketing scheme. Let's move on. Uh, anything else, guys? <laughs> okay. Um, since we're all giving suggestions, I would like to give one suggestion to my fellow non-gamers out there. Virtual um, tennis. Read a book. Read a book. Virtual tennis. <laughs> yeah, play virtual tennis. It's not virtual. It's virtual tennis. It's there on the Play Store. Free down. Okay, sorry. they're not paying me, so I won't say more. And yeah, yeah. I and then you can bit slap your opponent. Yeah. Yeah, all right. We we are done here. Thank you so much for tuning in, guys. And uh, thank you so much, Ujjant, for uh, you know being a part of this episode. Yeah, once again, and thanks for having me here. 